Hi, and welcome back to Showing Up Whole, the space where we discuss balance in mind, body, heart, and spirit in every aspect of your life. Today, we're discussing shoulds, also probably guilt, and those feelings that pull you into spaces you might not want to go. Hi, and welcome back. We're talking about shoulds today. I think we should, don't you? I swear, every single time I talk about shoulds in any document written, uh, the word document will never accept it. No, No grammar check will ever let shoulds in, simply because it doesn't know what to do with it. And yet it's ironic, isn't it? Because we all live with a pile of shoulds at our back. Things that we feel need to be done or are expected to be done. A sense of duty, perhaps a sense of unquestionable, uh, integral items of our lives that seem to mean we have to do them no matter what. And there's so many gray areas in this, which is why it takes personal awareness and asking ourselves the deeper questions about where these shoulds come from and really deciding whether we want to own them or not. It can be everything. There's an amazing amount, especially when you become a parent. The minute you become a parent, the shoulds list double or quadruple in size. It's everything from you should be having dinner at a certain time, or you should make sure your children are wearing proper clothes when they go out. It could be shoulds regarding breastfeeding or about doctor's appointments, or there can be so many little chattering shoulds that you wonder where they come from. A powerful question, and before I dive into the different types of shoulds, because there really are quite the range here, a powerful question to always ask yourself when you feel a should coming on is why? And then sit with it for a few minutes, because usually the answer won't come up right away. We're headed into holiday season and holiday season will always stir up shoulds as well. It's everything from who you buy gifts for or who you write Christmas cards to or who you reach out to or what you do for dinner or what you do for your family or what, 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 should, 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 should. And at a certain point, it always comes down to why. Now that can be a rabbit hole. And it's important to make sure that this question of why is rooted in a few practical steps. I have divided shoulds into three categories. And I find that by doing that, I don't get lost in the power of that why. The shoulds are divided in this way for me. You have the collective shoulds, those that are passed on by society, those that tend to go without question. There's there's the shoulds of mm, 
where to park, perhaps, or the shoulds of making sure that you give to certain charities. There's the shoulds to how you line up uh, at a store, perhaps. Over 2020, there's been faced with many, many, many shoulds. Um, There's also, okay, a good example, shoulds of what time you wake up or shoulds of what time you go to bed. Now, I've just given you a range of different shoulds, and some of those you might unquestionably go, well, yes, of course, Christina, give to charity. You're going to, you know, that is probably a should. At the same time, well, yeah, you know, you don't park into the uh, disability parking spots if you're not disabled. And then you ease into, well, shoulds of waking up at certain times or going to bed at certain times or eating three meals a day or eating breakfast at the most important meal of the day or shoulds of making sure that your kids aren't wearing pajamas to the grocery store and shoulds to, and then you get cloudy. The power of why is you ask yourself, well, where are these coming from? And then you let each one of them sink in within yourself, just like that. How do they feel within you? What do you personally feel called to? What personally feels like your own should? And we're going to get that in a minute. So yes, there is a collective shoulds. And you will find that as you look at different things that you feel guilty for not doing, which is a very good indicator of a should in the making or a should in the experiencing. So if you start to feel guilt for something or wait for something or, or anxiety over something of, oh yeah, I should do that. I should do that. I should do that. I should do that. Stop and ask yourself where it's coming from. Is this a collective should or is it your should? Is it something that you've been passed on to from society or is it your own? The other should to be aware of, the other voice that might be rattling around in your head is the voice of generational shoulds. We've all uh, had influences throughout our upbringings of different shoulds that our parents did or our families did, which was consequently probably passed on from their parents, which consequently was passed down from their parents. Um, Everything from, I find these fascinating actually, because it's amazing where they pop up. It can be everything from like, well, you, you should make sure you, you know, let the dishes dry in the, beside the sink or rather, or you should actually rinse them and then dry them with a cloth. You should let, uh, there are different shoulds of how to hang things up or cook things, or you should make sure it's amazing the different beliefs that get passed down just through generations. So it's fascinating to kind of explore these because when you're about to do something, you can ask yourself, what are the shoulds? You know, like, is it a question of, oh, well, you you shouldn't put a Christmas tree up in your house before a certain date. Why? Oh, because that's just the way it's always done. Then you fall into the third category of shoulds. The third category of shoulds is your shoulds. I don't even like calling these shoulds because to me, they're inner callings. They're listening to your intuition where you go, 
wait, I feel called to do this. The powerful thing of when you're asking why about all the other shoulds in your life and tracking to see where these shoulds are coming from is you find that sometimes you actually do go, oh, well, no, you have to do those. That I totally believe that that is an important priority. And when you do that, suddenly you find that it's because it's in your heart. It's part of you. It's part of something that you believe is important. It's part of something that it's a system of belief that you hold dear. You imagine not doing one of those things and you suddenly feel a little less like yourself. It feels less magical or less connected. Suddenly life doesn't quite sparkle the same way. There can also be shoulds that you feel morally obligated to do, not because other people are telling you to do them, not because that's just the way things are. Rather, because you feel such an important pull to do them. It's a personal calling. It's pretty amazing how steadily everyone in the world can get caught up in shoulds. It's, it falls into every aspect of our lives. And it, I mean, even when, when I first became a parent and then when I started coaching parents, the different things that creep up, because when I started coaching parents, I would see other shoulds that weren't my own. And when you trace them and track them of where they're coming from, suddenly you really can release yourself from them. Suddenly it doesn't feel such a heavy burden. It's your choice. And there's power in making a choice. It's amazing to witness the insistent um, and incessant callings of these shoulds that will, will nag at you. And when you actually turn around and face them and ask why they're there, you shine a light into the shadows and suddenly you find that it's just ghost whispers. There's no foundation to them. There's no substance. It, it's amazing to actually give yourself this freedom. It really lets yourself find a space where you start to piece together your own framework and own story. At the same time, it's, it's a, a fascinating thing to give yourself that freedom and have compassion with yourself. Little things pop up and it's amazing where they pass on to. Uh, okay, personal little story. As someone who practices energy work and as someone who's passionate about magic and mystery and ritual, I have often loved full moon ceremonies and I have often been excited at the idea of new moon ceremonies. I have come to the term, come to terms with the fact that sometimes these show up as shoulds. And that's where it can hit so personally because I have to remind myself that I am no less of 
a healer or energy worker or powerful woman or passionate energy if I don't practice a new moon ceremony every month or a full moon ceremony. The magic happens within the appreciation of my life and taking the moment of deep connection whenever I can. Do I love full moon ceremonies? Absolutely. And sometimes my daughters and I have gone out and sat outside, especially in the summer, and we have lit our intentions on like had written down our intentions and put them to a flame and it's been beautiful and it's been a deep connection. I have to watch that should that we do that monthly and trust that I will know from my inner callings when it's an important time to do that. Rituals, traditions, uh, routines, these are the places where shoulds really thrive. And it's important to ask ourselves and question ourselves over which ones are from deep within ourselves. Another good one, going to bed early and waking up early. That is a should that has been passed on and plaguing my entire family for years because we aren't morning people. And we have morning rituals that flow integrally from us. Over various times in our lives, we've pushed to attempt to change these based on shoulds passed on through society or through the fact that when people see us sleep in, they look and go, really? And yet, listening to that inner calling of knowing what time frames work for you, you have to ask why you would work against that. If you can, trusting your inner calling, trusting your personal flow, trusting your personal journey, releasing the pressures of shoulds that have been passed down either through generations of your own family or through society as a deep collective is a powerful shift to feeling whole. And Also, you know, sometimes you may find that you go, I don't want to let that one go. I know it's been passed down through my generational chain, but I don't want to let it go. And again, you're claiming personal choice. Suddenly, it's not a should, it's a choice. It's important to claim your individual experience and to claim your personal space and direction and intention. And within that, choose what's truly important to you and claim your priorities. So ask yourself this question. What is one should that you feel pulled to do today? What is something that's nagging at you and you keep saying, oh yeah, I should do that. I should do that. I should do that. I should do that. And then when you ask yourself that question, face it. Look at it deeply in the middle of that word and ask yourself why. Where is this coming from? Where is this deep sense of should or procrastination or guilt for not doing it coming from? And is it 
actually important. You know, one thing, actually, another thing to add to the list, which just popped into my mind, which is a really good one to cover, especially at the end of the year, is so often clients will talk to me about the pile of books on their bedside table. And the fact that every time they look at those books, they feel, I should read those, I should read those, I should read those, I should read those. And you go, why? If you're not feeling a call to them, don't read them. Pop them back on the shelf. The universe will let you know when it's time for you to read them. You'll know when it's in alignment to your heart space and mental space in order to read them. Release them, let it go, put them back on the shelf and trust that you will get the call. And you will. I have seen myself talk about a book for ages and then all of a sudden go, no, I need to read that now. Everything shows up at its perfect timing. And your heart will always tell you the right step. The next right step. Best line out of Frozen 2. The next right step will always be heard from within you. So, Give yourself permission to release the noise of all the shoulds that are around you, all the shoulds that have been coming at you, and instead listen to the heart center of you and ask yourself what you're feeling called to. Hmm. Powerful, powerful step to take. I would love to actually hear what your inner callings are. So if you're listening to this and you would feel like sharing, feel free to email me at Christina at Spiritually Aware Parenting and share that over. You can also come over to the Facebook group of Spiritually Aware Parenting, uh, which is the Spiritual Aware Parenting community on Facebook. The link is in this podcast. And, and let's get talking about your shoulds. What do they look like? How do they feel? Where do they come from? What do you want to let go of and what are you actually holding on to? All right. Have a beautiful day as you move forward in personal connection and freedom to your highest self. Love and light, everyone. Bye now.